12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Stories welcomes you to Otherworld Seattle, a story-heavy, rules-light, Call of Cthulhu actual play. And now, our keeper, Wes Otis. everybody. Welcome to Otherworld Seattle, Episode 8. I am Wes Otis, your keeper. Let's meet our wonderful players. Let's start with Saint. Hello, I'm Saint, or Saint Spider, and I am playing Bailey Wolf, who is our photographer and recent new gun owner. We'll see for how long. <laughs> hey, I'm Michelle Otis, and I am playing Maribel Ochoa, and uh, she's uh, just squatching. Mm. <laughs> Mac. Hey guys, I'm Mac. I'm playing Cecil Mulgrove and recent Sasquatch survivor. Hi, I'm Pooja and I'm playing Mira Rao, who have, feels completely justified in never entering the woods again. At least not in daylight. You know what? No, just never, never more woods. Never again. Hi, Jay Holtham here playing Sean Charles. Uh, and I am on the verge of freaking out, I feel like, but somehow not there yet. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So, yeah, last show, you got a call from Nathan to come help with a sporting event, is how he put it, because he was a bit embarrassed to say that he was going to dress up like a wizard and run a LARP. You all showed up, and a woman approached Cecil and said, hey, is this the final boss? Kind of was the final boss. It was uh, the Sasquatch. He was carrying a big old axe and he chased Cecil into the middle of the crowd. Bailey, with her 22, shot it. It seemed shocked and this was enough to make it run back into the woods. You all then made your way to the Bigfoot bar where a bunch of Sasquatch hunters hang out. They were watching the videos that you had uploaded of your first encounter. And when you regaled them with the tale of the LARP, they decided that it was the best time to go out and hunt or try to find the Sasquatch and get more definitive proof. There was a discussion on whether or not any of you wanted to go back in the woods. Our intrepid now, I'm going to say director-producer Sean thinks that this is a good time with a bunch of squatchers to go into the woods and get more footage for the show. Bailey agreed to this, though not... Not courageously. Not courageously. <laughs> I believe Cecil and Mira are not on board with this, and nope. I believe Maribel has decided that 
it would be a good idea to go with Sean and Bailey. So that pretty much catches us up. Let's start with Mira and Cecil. If you're not going into the woods to grandmother's house, where are you going to go? I'm going to make use of that computer that somebody had at the bar. Okay. <laughs> I can't I can't resist and seeing as it's it would track back there and not to my house, you know, I want to do some digging on just if I've gotten any messages or, you know, feedback from uploading the footage if there's, you know, anything that I can be updated on. There is a email from Chloe and it says that they think they found bacon, but they haven't gone into the warehouse yet. I'm going to relay this back to um, Mira. Okay. So, yeah, and it, it doesn't go into detail. Also, your videos have blown up. They're, I mean, 1991 blow up. Like, literally hundreds of watches. <laughs> All five people on the internet. I would like to thank the tens of people who are listening to us now on the radio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So there are lots of people are like, oh, this is bullshit. There's no way that's real. And lots of people are like, holy shit, that's real. And some of them are like, wow, that's a really long black bar they put on this video. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are probably some people on the very fringes who are like, does he have a number? That kind of thing. <laughs> Don't worry. He'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would say, you know, coming out of the woodwork, but, you know. Ha. Hey, -o. <laughs> hey I am a 18th level dad, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all of that information and then Chloe's email to you about them finding bacon, or at least finding the warehouse they believe. Okay. Maribel, Bailey, and Sean. You're all heading after the, the trucks, a lot of them on really big wheels, as you go out to start to search for the less elusive Bigfoot. Miro, I just need to know what you all want to do with this information. What's what's the plan? There's not a ton we can do until they actually go in and try to extract bacon. But what I am going to do is go, like, while Cecil is busy with her computer stuff, I'm going to go, like, to the back or, like, to a secluded area and try to get a hold of Shannon or Elijah. Okay. And just see if, like, me calling them, like, if I can, it's like... Give me a cult roll. I got a 17. Okay. Under my 63. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. So after a few moments of centering yourself and trying to connect with the greater, darker spirits out there beyond the veil of, of life, you suddenly feel a presence next to you. And it's Shannon... And she goes, where have you been? I've been waiting for you for the last three hours at the house. I was looking for you, and then I thought you were avoiding me. Oh, sweetie, no. I was. I, I, I had some things I wanted to do, and I told your mom I would come by, and she offered breakfast, and so we chatted. She's very nice. Yeah, I. we almost died. Doing what? And do you tell her the... Yeah, and I just, like, I tell her about Axe Man, Axe Giant. That's intense. Are you okay? Yeah, I just realized, like, I didn't want to go without seeing you again. And I wanted to check. I was kind of worried that, like, when I didn't see you last night and then I didn't see you this morning, I thought maybe the witch had gotten you. Oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm right here. 
And you notice that she's like really close to you again. That's okay. I've basically crawled into her lap at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Do we fade to black? Uh, I think so. Like uh, at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Cecil, you're working and Mira just disappears for a while but you're on the computer, what do you want to do? Did Chloe include an address? Yes, I'm going to say yes. So I'm going to start seeing if I can research that address and see if it's a warehouse that maybe has like a security camera situation or something I can, you know, hack into. Sure, just give me a computer use roll. All right, computer use it is. I got a 73 under my 80. Nice. Yeah. Hi, hacking. Yes. There is a closed loop camera there that you can get into. Okay. And you see several police cars surrounding the warehouse. They're not standing as if they're trying to negotiate with someone. And there seems to be a large box there full of something that they're looking at. They're like going through it, but you can't really tell. It's kind of grainy. Yeah. I'm going to keep watching for a while though and see what I can glean from this. After a while, they pack the box up and put crime scene tape on it and put it in one of the cruisers. And then they put crime scene tape around the warehouse and you watch a forensics crew come in and start taking pictures and going in and out of the place. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Okay. And I'm guessing at that point, like, it's not going to be like now where they're going to be inputting information to a Comp- you know, police system yeah, no. yet. So I, I'm kind of in the dark here, but uh, I might give Chloe a call about it. Okay. So you call over to Holy Roast? Yeah. So, yeah, she answers. Hey. Hey, how you doing? You, you safe? Yes. Good. Dad said you guys were in trouble or something. Things are interesting. What trouble was he referring to? Well, the people that were following you around in the black cars. Okay, just checking. There's been... There's a lot. I won't go into details. Okay. It looks like the police did go to the warehouse and they're packing some stuff up. Did you get any updates? Oh, no. They're not going to tell me anything. They might have told Themis something, though. Do we have a phone number for Themis? Yeah, she gave her. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll give her a call then. Okay. Uh, she answers the phone. She's... Hello? Hey, hey, this is Cecil. Are you all together? Are you guys all right? Together, no, all right, yes. Where are the rest of you? How many people do you have with you? It's me and Mira. Okay. The others are doing a thing that involves Bigfoot. Okay, um, I can't. All right, so I'm not going to deal with that right now, but you all are in danger that much i've surmised um but it sounds like maybe you have more information bacon bacon didn't make it all right are you what so they found the place about two hours ago they went in it's completely empty except for a box inside the box was i don't even know how to say it they drained him and then they cut him up like blood Yeah, they took out all his fluids. It was a message. They basically cut him up and put him into the box. Oh, my God. All of my contact information for these people has evaporated, and they have disappeared. 
And I can only assume that if they're willing to do something so barbaric that you all are in, in trouble and you need to, I don't know, you need to get to a safe spot, a public spot, someplace where you're safer. I don't know if the woods is a good idea. Who is with you right now? Mira. Okay. Well, that's good. You need to find the rest of them. And you need to get to a safe spot. Go to Holy Roast. Go to Mugs of Joe. Go someplace where there's other people. I mean, I'm somewhere public, but unfortunately all the people left. But again, big, long story. Uh, Yeah, I will grab Mira and we'll, we'll figure out how to get a hold of the others. All right. Call me when you're all together. Got it. Thank you. Be careful. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) You hang up. What do you want to do? I start looking around for where Mira is. Yeah, I was going to say, I think by this point, like, come back out. I'm going to tell Shannon, like, we'll spend time together tonight. But, like, need to find my other friends. They all left to go back to the woods. Uh, But I'll come back out in time, I guess, for your conversation with Demas. Yeah, uh... We got problems. More problems. Bacon's dead. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, we need to regroup. We need to be somewhere public. We need to be somewhere safe. And I'm not really sure how to track down our friends who have gone Sasquatch hunting. We can go up to the, the ranger's cabin and radio them from there. Maribel is always telling me that they have radios with them at all times. Got it. Let's... Um, I guess let's go do that because I don't want to end up like bacon. Okay. Uh, you all head out to do that. Now the camera crew is following behind this platoon of squatchers. Some of them have rifles. Some of them have trank guns. Some of them are blowing these. They're like duck calls, but they're squatch calls. <laughs> <laughs> Before we went in the woods, I would have grabbed my radio and I would have grabbed a shotgun or a rifle, at least in ammo. Yeah, absolutely. I figured you would have all your gear for this kind of tracking. You're all in the woods. It's getting late and you've been kind of going for a little bit. I'm going to say that the time it takes between the conversation at the bar and getting loaded up and all that, it's been about two or three hours. So it's starting to get dark now. And they're using broken branches, small blood splatter here and there, and footprints to track the Sasquatch. And the blood is red, just so you know. Okay. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) You come up on a ridge. The sun is just starting to go down. It's still pretty bright out. But there's this depression you're in the thick of the woods at this point there's probably like 15 or 20 of you and you come to the edge of this ridge and down at the bottom you hear what sounds like crying like someone sobbing and you see there is Bigfoot and he's sitting next to a gigantic ox skull Oh, and a huge rib cage that has become sort of his home, you're guessing. And the rest of them all kind of stop and look down. And I'm like, holy, holy shit. That thing is huge. Yeah, we said so. 
Yeah. Well, no, not the not the Sasquatch. I mean, yeah, that he's big, but those bones are huge. Those big ox bones? We can see that. Like we all can identify ox bones right off the cuff. Yeah, they look bovine, definitely. Like giant, okay. giant cow. Bigger than him? The oh yeah. Sasquatch? Yeah, yeah, a lot bigger. Can we see the axe? Yeah, it's laying a few feet away from him. Does that axe look like handmade? It looks old, but like but like a real axe. It's not like he, you know, tore down a tree and shoved a, a stone in it. No, it looks like a real axe. Cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> uh, can I make an occult roll? You can make an occult roll. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. I got a forty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. That's this is familiar. Hmm. Uh, Turn to show. It's like, isn't this? This is sound. This. This sounds really. This is. This is more than familiar. Because I'm. I'm starting to think that that's Paul Bunyan. One of the squatchers go, what? Well, I mean, there's no, Paul Bunyan's not real. Well, I'm just saying, big guy, axe, and that's an ox. Yeah. I mean, we can't see any skin on it, but I, I'm... Yeah, it's a, it's a dead ox. <laughs> I'm going to flip a coin that says that that ox was probably once blue. Well, it's crying for some reason. Yeah. Crying next to its dead. dead ox. Yeah. But also, this thing eats and murders people. That too. I mean, listen, he's clearly fallen on some hard times here, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of a lot happening here. Yeah. Well, what, what, what do you all think we should do? I'm scared and I feel sorry for him. Mirabelle, your radio makes a really loud sound. And Paul Bunyan suddenly stands up quickly and starts looking around. You're up on the ridge, so he hasn't seen you yet. You hear, Maribel, I've got two of your friends here. It's urgent. I turned it off real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Mira and Cecil, the operator turns to you and says, Sorry, ma'am, I I can't get a, a hold of her. Her line went dead. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What if they're dead? Well, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I mean, that's you're jumping you're jumping to the the worst conclusion, right? Look, I mean, man, with the stuff that I've been seeing lately, the worst conclusion is honestly very much in the realm of reality. Would you like me to try again? Uh, yeah. As she tries a few times, she goes, "Nope the the radios have been turned off for some reason." <sighs> Shit. Is there any way I can kind of back away and turn it back on and whisper into it real quick? <laughs> Give me a stealth roll. <laughs> oh no, I didn't make it. <laughs> oh no. Oh wait, no, that's a three, not an eight. I made it. Yay! It okay. It's thirty-five. Bad fonts. <laughs> yeah, you sneak away a few feet. You can no longer see what's going on over the ridge. You call in. The operator says, "I have two of your friends here. Are you okay?" They're really concerned about you. We are okay. I cannot talk right now. The radio puts us in danger if this thing hears us. Over and out. And I click it off. Okay. Cecil, the operator, turns to you and says, Well, they said they're in danger. Something's after them. And then the radio went off. They said over and out. 
great. Okay. Uh, well, when they come back, hopefully, can you just tell them holy roast? They'll know what it means. Okay, no problem. So, back to the Sasquatch group. This thing's standing up and looking around the the woods, and it reaches down and and picks up its axe. One of the Squatchers go, you know, I think we we have one shot at this. We're going to have to hit it with all we got to take it down, and I think that's the way we're going to have to do it. Bailey is very conflicted, but also she is filming with the night vision on. Yes, I was going to (laughs) say, Bailey, make sure you're rolling. You all do your thing. We're just going to stand over here. Right. It's like, is there a moral thing? I'm like, why don't you give me a psychology roll? I got 24 under my 40. Nice. I'm going to try to murder an American legend. Nothing more America than that. (laughs) You can only imagine the psychological trauma a figure like Paul Bunyan would have to go through to become feral in all ways. And is his attacking humans recently an attempt to end the cycle of depression and horror that he himself is going through you don't know it it would be difficult to say but you do know that he's hurting that blue is gone and more than likely that was the breaking point for him and he has slid into his current situation since then but that's all you know right the new question that's come to my mind then as a result of the role is did humans kill the bull or something there's no way to know unless you got down there and had time machine oh yeah for that too well you you could also go down there and check it but not while he's there obviously right okay well that's definitely i'm just gonna post i'm just gonna put that idea out there like okay wait maybe he's not just wildly attacking for no reason though we will remember murder happened <laughs> that was very yes. real very much real that was very real, but... Murder and cannibalism. Definitely. Hard to get over that. Yeah. But perhaps... It sucks to, to be murderers as well, and that's my biggest trepidation <laughs> firing at will with this guy. Do you want to try to persuade the group not to use deadly force and to use the tranks? Or do you want to try to persuade them to back off and leave? Ah... Uh... Let me see. What's my... I've got charm ability. I got a 55 in charm. That's fine. You can use that. And what about the other two, uh, Sean and Maribel? What do you guys think as well, just to get your input? I mean, I'm with her. I'm starting... Actually, no. I'm actually kind of curious to see what happens if we shoot it. If you Did you say that out loud to us, Sean? Uh, you know what? Yes. I'm like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to feel real weird about all of this. Because if that's Paul Bunyan, then we got Paul Bunyan, and we have Men in Black. So it's starting to feel a little bit like, I'm like ghosts. Yes. I don't know. It's starting to feel like there's a lot going on here, so I'm, 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 I'm real curious to see what happens if, if they kill Paul Bunyan. <gasps> there's a sentence. <laughs> I was with you. Up until the second half there, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a real you had me in the first half kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm 
starting to wonder how much of all of this is real? I see what you're saying, actually. There's something about it being so focused on human shit. Yeah. And it's like, why is all the supernatural stuff so lore, like folklore based? Exactly. Instead of just like shit we can't explain. And it's sort of all over the map folklore based. You know what I mean? Yes. And we have copycat machine things. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't mean to interrupt all of you, but we have Bigfoot down there. Uh, what's the consensus here? Are we? We're not sure that is a Bigfoot. We're thinking that's actually Paul Bunyan. And I know you're saying he doesn't exist, but look at the evidence. He's got an axe. He's got blue. He doesn't have any fur. He's just dirty. Yeah. Strangest people come out of the woodwork. I swear to God. Anyway. Says the squatchers. <laughs> uh, can someone roll a persuade? <laughs> I'll roll a persuade. Yeah. So I don't know how to charm my way out of this. <laughs> I got I got a pretty good persuade here. So let me dump a surprising amount of, into my persuade. And I still missed it. I rolled a 99. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, no luck? No. <laughs> That, that would be a lot of luck, and he that doesn't have a, it. A lot of luck. I mean, not do you have enough? Much. I mean, I do have enough because it was a nice. You want to spend it? You can. Wait, you rolled a ninety-nine though. My yeah, that's, persuade oh, that's is big... ridiculously eighty. Oh my god! You could lower it if you want. I mean, right now it's sitting at a critical fail. So I mean, I could. Yeah, I could lower it by twenty and make it. Okay, that lowers your luck by that much, just so I know. you know. All right. But I have 35 luck, so yeah, I'm going to do it. So you want us to hit it with the trank, are you saying? Yeah, wait, you have trank? Yeah, hit it with the trank. Let's hit it with the trank and see. Let's try that for first. Yeah. All right, they shoot at this thing and light it up. Hit it with a bunch of tranks. And it stands there for a moment, and then it sits down, and then it lays down. And everybody starts to shout and and get all excited that they've taken down Bigfoot. After about five or ten minutes of it laying there, they start to go down to it. Mm -hmm. Do you all follow? Yeah, I'm curious now. I I think we need the footage, too. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely need the footage, but I'm very curious. Yeah, everybody give me a spot hidden roll. Aw. I did 57 over my 55. I'm going to spend two points. Okay. Oh, I think I got an eight. I think I got it. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I got a uh, 63 under my 65. So while the rest of the group is looking over naked Paul Bunyan, you find out that his axe looks very old, and it does have PB carved in the handle. You also find that there is, underneath some bushes, fragments of clothing, flannel, shirt that's been messed up pretty bad. You also find the dirty red collar of Babe. It just says Babe on it. No. Does anybody have biology or anything for animals or anything like that? Something science. Michelle, does your... Does Maribel have any... What sciences does Maribel have? I have natural world. Give me a roll against natural world. What the hey? I got an eight under my 60. When you look at some of the bones, they have markings on it as if it's been 
stabbed or bitten. It's hard to tell. Uh, it's an old wound. Uh, the bones are dirty. You would have to go in and clean them all off. But there's there's definitely damage of some sort, as if they possibly got attacked by an animal or stabbed by a knife or, or something along those lines. But you'd have to go and clean off the bones to find out. So let's jump back over to Mira and Cecil, who are cut off from communication with Bailey, Sean, and Maribel. So what do you two want to do now that you have all this information? You know that they're in the woods. You're not sure if they're in danger from the Sasquatch, which is probably your best guess, or if it's the Men in Black. Where do you go from here? I want to go back to Holy Roast, personally. I'm down with that. We can keep calling because, like, we're calling the ranger station to get in touch with them. Like, we have to do that either way. Going after them into the woods is a no-go. Yeah. So let's go to Holy Roast. I'm driving this time. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine because I don't have a car. Rub it in. <laughs> we almost died. I will keep bringing it up. We almost died, but we didn't. And we didn't get abducted by the men in black. So... Thank you, Cecil. Just get in the hearse. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so you all head over to Holy Roast, and it's a Sunday afternoon. There's not nearly as many people as, like, Friday and Saturday. Zeus is behind the counter frothing milk, I guess, and <laughs> making espressos or whatever. Oh, it's good you, you... Where's the rest of you? There should be... There's more of you, right? There's should be more. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully. Where, where are the rest of you? They went after the Squatch. Well, Themis called me and said that there was a problem with your friend, uh, that he uh, he didn't make it. Uh, you talked with Chloe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe being in the woods isn't a good idea right now. Unfortunately, there's not anything we can do about that right this second. All right. Well, you're more than welcome to hang out here and uh, use the phone and the computer or whatever. That's the plan. So uh, what do y'all want to do? I'm going to keep calling the ranger station and trying to get them to raise my friends. Okay, back to you all in the woods. They've tracked this thing. All the clues have led you to believe that yes, it is Paul Bunyan. At some point he lost Babe the Blue Ox from what you're gathering from the clues. This sent him into a deep depression that led him to become basically feral out in the woods. You don't know when this happened. You, the bones are pretty bleached, so it probably happened a while ago. Yeah, that's the information you have. Now the group is talking. You guys are deep in the woods. They're taking pictures. You're taking video. And the question becomes, do you have enough trank to keep them under to be able to get them out of the woods? And do you even want to do that? Some people are like, well, we should just put him out of his misery and we'll take him out bit by bit. Those are the more extreme viewpoints. But I'm more interested in what the three of you want to do. Do you keep your radio off, Maribel, or do you turn it back on after he's been trained? No, I turn it back on once he's been tranquilized. At some point over the radio, the operator comes on and is like, are you all okay? What's your location? You have another call. 
Uh, the Cecil woman has been calling pretty frequently. It's very worried about you. Can I connect you through? Um, and I radio back. Yes, you can connect me through. We are okay. Yeah, I give him location and, you know, saying we might need assistance transporting a large, and I just say animal. I don't say person because, yeah. So I just say we might need assistance transporting a large animal that has been tranquilized. All right, I'll call the right people for that, and here you're connected. So now Cecil and Maribel can hear each other. Hey. Hey, Cecil. Sorry to worry you. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Bacon, Bacon's dead. <gasps> what? And cut up and drained of blood. So, you know. Oh my God. Things have been great here. I hope that you've been having fun tracking down Sasquatch. It's, it's actually, uh, you're not going to believe this, but it's actually Paul Bunyan. Actually, I do believe that, but... I'll explain later. Yeah. No, no, that makes... Okay, that, that makes... I guess that makes sense. Whatever. Um, we're at Holy Roast. Maybe you can come meet us here? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as we wrap it up here, we will head straight there. Just gonna... I'm gonna, at this point, grab the phone and be like, Get over here now they chopped him up into little pieces we're, we're trying Bailey you're noticing that there's a lot of ravens starting to just land in the trees around you all like a lot okay mm-hmm. I would just want to roll all day I'm sorry that's okay yeah I mean like I'm looking at my occult right now being like should I do I know something about this any hints I'm going to say no. I mean, you've seen ravens around. I will say, if you remember from the first encounter, there was a lot of ravens hanging out at the campsite. In the campsite? Yeah. Hmm. Does Paul Bunyan have a connection to birds? Not really. Not that I know of. Because we, we all see this, right? But this isn't... We're, see what? Can they not see the ravens? They can. If they, if you if you point them out. Okay. Oh, so it's that unnoticeable to Well, it's getting it's starting to get late and ravens are hard to see in trees when it's and they're not making any noise. Oh, okay. Cuz I was like, just imagining they're loud. Okay. No. Well, no, that's they're just watching. Can I roll against natural world? Sure. Once she points it out. 46 under my 60. This is not natural at all. So so way too many ravens in one place. I'm still rolling uh, in night vision. Okay. Can I see anything through the camera? Are they like glowing? Are, is there anything interesting? Actually, their eyes are brighter and they kind of glow. It looks like stars throughout the forest around you. Hmm. All over the place. <laughs> I'm acknowledging it's very beautiful. <laughs> And one of them lands on the ground not far from where Paul Bunyan is. There's really no connection to... Nope. But, okay. And I'm just looking at the one on the ground. Still silent? It's still silent? It lets out this big caw, and then a second one lands a few feet away from it. Oh, they're about to eat us. You say that and everyone's like, what? What? Because Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds has been out by now. (laughs) I know this factually. So that is a reference for sure. 
when I looked when I looked at the bones earlier and you said they looked like they had been gnawed on, did they look gnawed on or pecked? Mm. I'm gonna say pecked. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We we need to go. A third and a fourth bird land. All right. We should go. We should go. We need to go now. One of the squatchers takes out his gun and tries to shoot at the bird to make it go away. Okay, I'm going to definitely start running. <laughs> okay, so you're running. <laughs> yeah. Bailey, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm, I, ga- I got to see what's going on, but maybe I, I'm like, okay, Sean's running. I Let me just try to film it, but I'm backing away. I'm like, I'm okay. going to follow him, but maybe there's something that's about to happen that isn't murder. The guy shoots the bird, hits it, and as soon as that happens, all... 200 ravens come screaming down on the group and start to just attack. horrible sight that I need resolve rolls. Sean, you don't have to make a roll because you <laughs> left. <laughs> I saw where this was going. I was like, nope. Don't shoot that. Nope. Okay. Gotta run. I'm wishing I'd listened to my own warning now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I did not make my resolve. Alright. I got 50 under 68. Okay, so you're alright. I mean, you know, relative. Yeah. <laughs> I kept the camera up. <laughs> Maribel takes five points, so I need you to make me a, a luck roll. Oh, not a luck roll. <laughs> oh, it's a 50-50. It's because it's a resolve check. It's always 50-50. Oh, uh, 71. Okay, so you failed your luck roll. All right, so we look at our handy-dandy chart here, and you roll a 1d4 for me. Just so you know, one is run away, two is freeze, three is attack, and four is player's choice. Don't roll a three. Whatever you do, don't Don't, roll a three. Don't attack. A four. Okay, so player's choice. What do you want to do? I run like hell. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you all are running. At this point, Bailey, are you still trying to film or are you out? As soon as, yeah, as soon as the screaming birds came in, I was like, no, we filmed this before. Hitchcock did this. Yeah. We're, we're gone. <laughs> Give me a dex roll. I want to I wanna see if you're able to hold on to this camera. Oh, crap. As you're booking through the woods. Okay, okay, okay. My dex is 60. Oh, the emulator's been real nice to me today. Let's see. 61. Oh. Can I use luck? 61. Yeah, you, you can use luck for a skill roll, yeah. Please. <laughs> I want that camera. <laughs> Only for combat and resolve rolls, you can't use luck for those. Okay. All right. That's okay, because I, I still had 67 luck, so now I'm just down to 66. All right, cool. So all of you are running, and you make it out of the range of screaming. Here, like crickets, and that's it. And all of you are in a small clearing, not far. Oh, Let's see if let let's see if you ran the right way. Oh, mm. good point. <laughs> right, we just followed Sean. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I, I think I would have known pretty well 
<laughs> Let's do a track roll, Michelle, to see if you you were able to get people to go the right direction. Like, Sean, no, left, left, left. <laughs> yes, 22 under my 53. I'm just racking up the check marks today. Awesome. So you're not far from the edge of the forest to where the picnic area is and all that stuff. And you see headlights of a truck pulling up with a couple of other cars. The truck has a bear cage on the back of it, ready to go. All right, then they're not in black, correct? No, they're they're okay. four strangers. Okay. <laughs> I run out and I let them know. I say, don't, don't, just don't go in there. Well, did the bear wake up? Can I just scream, bird attack? <laughs> what? Birds? Many. Okay. Crazy birds. Just run. Like, Get out of here. Literally hundreds of ravens attacked and we had to run. So just don't go in there. It's dangerous. It's too much. Let the bear go for today. All right. Nathan is there as well. And he goes, yeah, I think they're right. Whatever <laughs> we should. I mean, if they tranked a, a rabbit bear, which we saw earlier today at our sports event, then... I think we should listen to them. And they're like, okay. Well, was there anybody else with you in the forest? Maribel? <laughs> no, I mean, they're going to find the bodies. So um, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> there were a bunch of hunters with us. And some of them ran. I don't know how many, but. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll set up a base camp here. We can't go in when it's dark. I do yeah. not recommend that. No. Okay. I would say, you know, wait till daylight, but I would, I'd wear some sort of body armor going in. Yep. All right. Well, they're going to take your advice. Do you all head over to Holy Roast? Holy Roast. Yep. Yep. We'll go join our friends. Okay. Yeah. So you all show up at Holy Roast. At this point, it's probably six or seven. Most of the people have cleared out. Zeus is cleaning coffee mugs and Chloe is working on her history books still. She's writing a bunch of stuff. And Zeus looks up and goes, oh, it's really good that you're all here. I'm, I'm glad you're all safe. You all look like you've uh, gone, had a day. You want some coffee? Uh, if you got any Irish, I'd be happy. Of, of course, of course. So all of you are sitting at a table together. Uh, this is really random, but I'm super curious about what Chloe's been working on this whole time because it's always the same subject <laughs> and I know it might not matter at all but okay. <laughs> it's a really good question it's just like she's and she's way too cool she's way ch more chill and she knows a lot about what we're going through and I'm just like I want to know why she's so ch chill so how are you going to approach her then I guess I'll do a little charm <laughs> uh, awkward nerd charm. Okay, give me a roll. Alrighty. Watch this be a full fail. Okay, so it's 55. Bam. I got 63, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, she's just got a bunch of books in front of her history books, and she's writing a bunch of stuff down. I mean, you can just straight up and ask her. Be like, I guess I have to be awkward about it because my charm fails. Be like, hey, kid! What's, uh, what's, what's, you've been writing so much, honestly, I just, I am so bad at writing, and I'm curious about you and your skills. Oh, I'm, I'm working on a historic index. Oh, 
I, cl- I what is that? Like straight up, what is that? Well, okay, so and she shows you these different books. She's all like, so this is a, this is from Babylonia. It is basically cuneiform, and it's a receipt for how much wheat this particular person bought. The unfortunate part is a lot of the history from Babylonia was just interactions. They wrote everything down that was bought and sold. So I take the index of what's on the on the cuneiform tablets and then I, I put it up against what is written down later, like, you know, Josephus and his writings in the in Rome and you know his take on everything. Did you know that that there's only one source besides the Bible where Jesus actually comes up? And it is an it was they said it was Josephus, but it was a monk that wrote it in later during the Middle Ages. So besides the Bible, for some reason, Jesus never comes up in any of the historic records. It's really strange. And she will continue to talk like this until you break in. And she's a high school student? That's what she says. Okay. We're all, okay. Are we all okay. overhearing this, or is this far enough away that we don't know what's going on? You're all sitting at the same table. Yeah, I'm going to break in. What, Chloe, what class are you studying this for? Oh, history. Like, uh, okay, Bailey has 45 in history and a 41 in archaeology. So I'm wondering if, like, baseline, am I recognizing? Hold up. This is not average at all for her no, age. No, God no. Not many high school students know how to to read cuneiform. Because you know what's funny? <laughs> Real talk, unmeta, my, my Catholic high school had a cuneiform, like, unit. But that's because religion is so interesting, I guess. But in real life, I did have to translate it like a mini tablet thing once. But like, that's not normal. No. So, okay, that's just, that's that's my real life as saint. But yeah, throw that out. I'm just processing this. Wait, you're, Chloe, you're reading cuneiform? Yeah. Like, uh, how? And sans, like, I know all the different, the different versions of like Sanskrit. And Sanskrit. Yeah. and, And what else? I mean, I know they're dead languages, but it's... And you hear Zeus walk up behind, and he goes, um, she's a very talented young lady. Young lady. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Chloe, you're great. You're, I just, I was just super curious, because you're so studious, and we've been really stressing out your environment. You just seem cool as a cucumber. That's just... Oh, that's great. Well, I mean... I enjoy history a lot, and so I'd rather study history than get caught up in what's going on right now. I can always read about what's happening today, tomorrow, you know? Mm, this is, I'm not saying this out loud, this is pinging something, so, uh, but uh, damn, as a player, I didn't do enough research into Greek history, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm like, wait, hold on, it's there, it's almost there, it's almost there, but I don't know. And since it's almost there, this is a great place for us to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much. It was a lot of fun. I hope you all enjoyed it. Where can we find all you wonderful people? Let's start with the wonderful Saint Spider. 
<laughs> yes, I have been the inquisitive Saint Spider. Uh, and uh, if you want to find me on the internet, um, I'm semi-active on Twitter at Saint Spider TV. Um, that's all spelled out, one word. And then I'm even less active right now on Twitch. But if you want to check me out, uh, that's twitch.tv slash Saint Spider, all spelled out as one word. Hey guys, I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, and my website. I'm Michelle Otis, and you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG or BattleBards. Hi, y'all. Jay Holtham here. You can find me at Jay Holtham on all your usual social places. And you can also find me on Probably OK's Twitch channel from time to time and on Happy Jack's uh, RPG. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl and pretty much everywhere else as Forgotten Saves. You can also find me playing the RPGs with Happy Jack's crew and on It's Probably OK's Twitch channel. And I am Wes Otis. I have been your keeper for this game. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at PlateMail Games. You can find all of the sound effects and music, like Michelle said, on BattleBards or DriveThruRPG. If you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Twitter, uh, 12 Sided Stories, the number 12, or on Instagram, the number 12 and then Sided Stories. For our website, it's just 12 Sided Stories written out. If you want to help the podcast, give us a like, give us a review, join us over on Patreon for extra stuff or on Coffee to show your support there as well, all under 12 Sided Stories, all spelled out. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back for what will be pretty interesting uh, episode nine. Uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.